Well, hello, everyone. We are back. And sorry that we missed on Wednesday, but we're back on Friday now. And in preparation for, I think we are now in week four of our NFL fantasy matchup. And looking forward to it, Jed, Jim. Uh, welcome, everyone. Glad hey, that you're Jordan. safe, Tommy, and out of Florida. No, he took the time out to go to Disney World, too, before the, the hurricane <laughs> came through. All right, Jet. Let me just say that this about Disney World. It was not fun. It was raining. The last thing I hate is sloshing around in wet shoes and socks, and that's really what it was. I'm sorry. Why is it so crowded around here? And I'm walking around with wet shoes and socks. It was not fun. So they didn't give you a discount because of the bad weather, did they? They actually ended up giving everyone a free. Uh, uh, they waived the price fee and gave you a free day. Wow! Wow! That's, that's pretty, pretty good. good, actually. Yeah, I really liked. Yeah. I was very surprised for uh, Disney, who was always trying to make money off of something, and yeah. they were able to give. They gave everyone just a free day. Wow, that's pretty that's, good. That is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jed, right before we got on, you had started this conversation. Who we thought was in the top ten, the Dalvin Cooks of the world, and all that stuff. Even Ezekiel Elliott and all that stuff isn't what we expected to. I mean, look at the uh, running back over in uh, at the New York Giants uh, is a case of Yeah. Well, we were just, I was just saying, if you look at the top 10 running backs and the top 10 wide receivers, there are definitely some people in there that are going to drop out, but there are some surprises. So if you look at rushing, for example, so Nick Chubb, I think that's, so he's a rushing leader right now. Yeah, totally. Followed by yeah. Barkley and then Cordero Patterson and then Jonathan Taylor. So I think Jonathan Taylor for sure, but basically people who took a chance on Barkley, um, and even Chubb to some degree, they're really like paying out. Cordero Patterson, to me, if you have him, he's a sell high candidate. I don't think he's going to sustain that in Atlanta. But if you got him, you got him pretty late and he's top five. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, you would think that um, a Derrick Henry would be up there, right? You would think a Dalvin Cook would be up there, but neither of them are up there. Saquon Barkley, I will say that he's he's the one who surprised me a lot. Yeah, and hopefully his knee is is as good as it looks because if he stays healthy, man, that's easily probably the best pick of the top of the first round because it's paying out really well right now. The other side on the receiving side, it's Stefan Diggs, and then you have both Miami wide receivers, Waddle and Hill, and then A.J. Brown. And so I think Diggs we kind of saw. I think A.J. Brown has been very impressive, but the fact that both Miami receivers – Again, I would argue that Waddle, it might be a sell-high time because I don't know if he can sustain that, especially you were just saying Tua went out. Yeah. Hey, my concern, I, I think a lot of times, is Stefan Diggs. I actually thought with uh, with Dawson Knox as well as Gabe Davis, I didn't actually think he was going to do as well. But he actually has been doing better than I ever thought. And uh, But st uh, still, I, I mean, they replaced him with Justin Jefferson over at Minnesota. I thought I always thought he was overrated. So I've been very surprised by how well he's been doing. Yeah, he had a good year last year, so I'm not necessarily surprised, but I agree. I didn't think he'd be like first, but he's been the clear basically he can get separation against anyone. That's what's yeah. been so impressive. In the auction leagues, I paid pretty high for Jamar Chase. Um, he's not really helped me out. The first week he did great. The last couple of weeks, even this week right now, he's just not doing too well. So I, I'm not concerned about him. I think he'll be fine. Even a Justin Jefferson the last few weeks hasn't done too well, right? So I'm always surprised by who's up there. Um, I'll, it'll be interesting to see whether or not something changes 
with Teddy Bridgewater taking over for Tua, or if it's just the system that they're in that's allowed both Tyreek Hill and then also Waddle to be able to break free and do so well this year. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about Chase either. I mean, Cincinnati has just been in a little bit of a funk to start the season. Um, yeah. I, they just too much talent there. I think that's going to come around, um, so I, I wouldn't be too concerned. Justin Jefferson, it, to me, the concern is not its not his talent. It's that basically the last two weeks, teams have essentially said, anyone can beat us but you, and they've double covered through the whole game. Like Even last week, they refused to stop double coverage even into like that fourth quarter when there was like the left, everyone's trying to come back. Yeah. Like they just, they just were like, you cannot, he will not score. And so I mean, that that's why it's problem. Yeah. I freed up Adam Thielen last week for a touchdown. Yep. And then you've also seen Irv Smith get a couple of good throws in as well too, as well as also KJ Osborne. Uh, a couple of things, Jim, uh, David Montgomery, Mispractice for the second straight day. Khalil Herbert did a very, very good job. I know we weren't in on Wednesday, but wow, scored over 100 yards. He looked fast. He was great. Hey, yeah. we, we said him last week. You guys remember? We, we threw him in right at the last. We were talking about pickups, and we were like, hey, don't sleep on Herbert. And Herbert. man, he, yeah. he proved out. I mean, 157 yards, two touchdowns. Montgomery's out again on Thursday. Um, I can, but remember who the offensive coordinator is. The offensive coordinator was the former Green Bay offensive coordinator, right? And so I can see him using the same strategy they do with Aaron Jones as well as AJ Dillon. And I think going forward, you're going to get some fantasy relevance from uh, Khalil Harbor. Yeah, uh, Kadarius Tony misses practice again on Thursday. Sterling Sharp is out for the year with a uh, uh, torn ACL. The only one standing is Ricky James Jr. Do any of you guys like a Ricky James Jr.? No, you still have what's his name? Who's who's the Detroit guy who's there? Um, Kenny Galladay. It is Galladay. not yeah, Kenny yeah, Galladay. There. <laughs> no. I mean, they're playing Dallas this week, right? So that's that's you know still beatable. Dallas has been no, they know. played them last week. Oh, did they? Remember? Okay, Dallas okay, beat them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. You're right. And Daniel, I mean, the, Dallas went through their offensive line. You know, they, I mean, the only person who was only doing anything was Saquon Barkley, but there was, Dan Jones was getting hit every time. And that's the thing they, they were joking about. It. They were like, you know, it's funny because the Giants always use picks to go after high wide receivers and also offensive linemen. They still can't get it right. And I, that's right. I'm playing the Bears this weekend. So that's, that's yeah. going to be an interesting game. Uh, Jen, in the London game, uh, the Vikings are playing the New Orleans Saints. In the London game, Dalvin Cook, uh, Cook has been upgraded to full participant, but that means, hey, look, he has a shoulder injury. Last year he had a shoulder injury. You need to still have Alexander Madison ready to go. Would you even consider playing him in the flex position this week? I, I was actually thinking of playing him even if they declare that Cook is you know, okay because I got to think that with that shoulder, they're not going to give him a full load like they normally would. And so that's going to give Madison opportunity. And he's looked great. Like if you saw him last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the second yeah. Half. So I think I would play Madison even regardless of what happens with Cook. Yeah. And on the Saints side, I think James Winston. I mean, there's two quarterbacks that I think is on a hot seat right now. James Winston's on hot seat. And then also Mitchell Trubisky with the Steelers. So I think that's somebody, somebody to watch as well, too. The other person I'm really high on these days is Chris Olave. I really like him. He's been doing really well the last few weeks. Yeah, I actually thought Jarvis Landry would do better. He He's just completely disappeared. I haven't seen him. 
Yeah, yeah. that's surprising. Landry is definitely – he's got good hands. So, I don't yeah. know. He might still wait and see. But if you're talking about quarterbacks, I think the other one is Trevor Lawrence. You know, I think Lawrence – that that game against the Chargers that was pretty darn impressive, and now uh, Jacksonville's playing Philly. Philly, you know, undefeated. They're, this is one of the highest spreads of the week. They're six and a half point favorites. I I like Jacksonville to beat the spread there. I think they can keep that game close. So I don't sleep on Trevor Lawrence. Do you think Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback fantasy wise? Do you think he'll he'll be good? Wait, yeah, wait. Before Judd says that that he is because he has my greatest new love, Christian Kirk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, I like Zay Jones. Zay Jones is actually pretty good, but both of them are good. Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. And I think ETN will come around, but Robinson, Robinson scored almost 20 points each week for the last three weeks. Oh no, you gotta play at this point. You gotta be sitting ETN and playing Robinson. Robinson is keeping yeah. him off, and they're not gonna sit him now. I mean, Jacksonville's playing well. So no, I like I like Lawrence. I think his progression has been good. Um, you know, we knew about Christian Kirk. That you know, it looked like he was ascending uh, in Arizona, and so that was a great pickup. I think a lot of people made fun of the pick before because they were like, "Can he really be a number one?" But he looks pretty darn good. Yeah, that's because Christian Kirk makes him really good. I'm trying to trade from everywhere I am. Yeah, uh, Jed DeAndre Smith misses Thursday's practice. There's a good chance he'll miss Week Four. Jamal Williams, you're starting him. If if Swift is out, you are starting Jamal Williams. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's that's you know that's a good pick, and um, we'll just have to see. You you kind of knew that with Swift. If you drafted Swift, you had to know that you're you're not going to get him for the full season. That's just the way it works. And they're playing um Seattle uh, Seattle this week. Yeah, so, Seattle. Yeah. yeah. So and it's in Detroit. And again, just remember with Seattle, anytime they're Going across country, that's always difficult um, travel. So I, I like Detroit. I think I think the thing to monitor is they're saying Detroit that this might be a multiple week thing for DeAndre Swift, and so don't. I mean, if he's out, don't expect him to come back next week. He might be out like a few weeks. Jim, how's Christian McCaffrey doing for you? He's not practicing. I know with a quad injury. You know, I mean, I took a risk. I kept him on my keepers this year. And every week, especially starting the second week, I'm like, oh, this guy is always on injury reports. But he actually, I mean, they've been trying to limit how much they use him in some of the games. He still has a lot of touches. But either because of um, Baker hasn't been getting him the ball or the fact that they've been trying to be cautious with him. But you haven't seen him go down on the uh, red zone as much as he's done the last few years. Yeah, they're playing the Cardinals this weekend, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jed, speaking of the Cardinals, I'm glad that you mentioned the Cardinals. James Conner, is he a buy-low candidate? Because, look, he was supposed to be one of your top – he probably was picked in your second round early in the second round. He was very, very good last year. Uh, Cardinals have really struggled, especially without DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's a buy-low candidate. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's smart. I mean, once Hopkins comes back, you got to assume that's going to open up uh, you know, the running lanes again. So that's not a bad move. Um, yeah, I do think, you know, several of those running backs right around, you know, the 10th, 11th, 12th pick, they just haven't necessarily, like ETN was in there, Connor was yeah. in there, uh, Fournette was in there. Chase Edmonds has actually been pretty good today. He's just scored yeah. a touchdown. I mean, I've yeah. been surprised by Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Chase Edmonds just scored a touchdown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I just put a dollar on him on a parlay bet in order to get twenty dollars. <laughs> Wait, you put a you put a dollar that he'll score a touchdown? Yep, I put a dollar. 
and it paid out twenty. That's that's a really good. Twenty. That's out. actually a pretty good. I mean, you got to think that. Game. Yeah, he's he, he's he's actually gotten some good goal line carries. Like last week, he scored twice, maybe at least once for sure. But he's actually um pretty good at the red zone. What was it a parlay with? That with with what? They have to win. Uh, you know what? Let me double check later on as we go through it all. <laughs> yeah. Speaking jump. of them, uh, speaking of second round running backs, Jim Alvin Kamara court case delayed until November 9th. It looks like he will not uh, get any decision. He'll be playing the entire season. Yeah, but but from a if 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 I was playing Dynasty, I would try to trade Kamara. I mean, I think his heyday and his, you know, the, I think I think he's past his prime. You know, I, I I would try to trade him if if I had a Dynasty. In, in well, and plus to me, this is also a factor of the team, right? New Orleans yeah. is not the same team, and so it's just not as much scoring opportunity. Yeah, you know hey, who so I? So- go ahead. Speaking of somebody in New Orleans who you would trade, Michael Thomas has, is not practicing on Thursday. Is he someone that you're either buying or trading? I'm not buying. I actually dropped him in one of the leagues that I'm in. I, I, if, if there's one person I'm going to buy, it's going to be Chris Olave. I mean, he did you see it? Like, even I know about ESPN, but at least with Yahoo, he's slated to score, uh, projected to score at least 12 to 13 fantasy points. He's actually mm. pretty good, Chris Olave. Yeah. Wait, you dropped uh, Michael Thomas in one of your leagues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not as good as Drake London, though, Jimmy. Oh, oh, Chris Olave. <laughs> okay, so I've kept. I'm I'm taking a bet, and I'm keeping Taysom Hill, right? Partly because of the quarterback tight end designation. Because mm-hmm. my thought is, if they at some point they're gonna dump Jameis Winston, they're gonna go Andy Dalton, and Andy Dalton's not gonna survive. So at some point they're gonna go to uh, Taysom. They're gonna have to use Taysom Hill. So that's why I'm keeping him right now, but he's taking up a spot and, and I'm a little frustrated because I need some good players in some of those spots. Yeah. But at the same time, as soon as Taysom Hill, they're going to just change it back from tight end quarterback to just quarterback. I don't think they can change it like that. Yeah. Mid season. I don't think they usually change it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why actually there were, there were a couple of times they dropped, by the way, the other day, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the Walter Whiteley, someone dropped uh, Darnell Mooney. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I it, it, I had to sit there and think about: Do I want to pick up a Darnell Mooney? Yeah, but I don't have faith in the Bears' offense right now. Yeah, um, you yeah, know it's been surprising Herbert. how little they've been letting Fields pass. I'm yeah. really kind of surprised at that, um, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but Darnell Mooney, two catches for 26 yards for the entire season. But he's talented, right? Look at last year. I mean, him and Fields got some good connections. So from a potential level, I'm like, I would pick him up purely because of that. And but two I, of those games, I think the weather played a big factor. Two of those games, it was just not easy to throw in. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they Justin Fields even said this past week that he's not been doing really well. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm ready to jump on the Cole Komet bandwagon or the Darnell <laughs> Mooney bandwagon. But I'm taking a look. If if Darnell Mooney is on the waiver wire, I'm taking a look at him. That's what Tommy's doing right now. He's on the waivers. <laughs> no, I'm looking at my bets. Okay, you know what? I'll tell you a little bit later on. Uh, I made all these bets, but I didn't realize it was scored the first touchdown in the game. So I must have read it wrong. So I made all these uh, little $1 bets. See, that's, that's what I think. If it's a parlay, that means it's two things have to happen. So it can't be just one thing. That's the, whole, that's the nature of a parlay. It's at least two. Yeah. All right. I'm still trying to get used to these things. Oh, my gosh. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you anytime you see a payout like one to twenty, Tommy, that's a huge payout. So they're they're basically saying they have they don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. So I was sitting there. Wait, why is this so low? Did I realize they had to score in the first quarter? This is crazy. Jesse, that's I, I listen, really hard. Jed, I listened to ESPN 1000, and some of yeah. those guys, they do these, like, 17 parlays. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, those are yeah. – you're never going to win. I mean, maybe yeah. once in a while, yeah. but you're. it's so hard to win those parlay bets. Yeah, 17-team parlay, It's that's, a, yeah. like, one of the famous hits because I think it's, like, one to – is it like one to a hundred thousand or something? It's like a huge yeah. number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but it has hit before. Yeah, um, I would say at least in the last 10 years, I've seen something where it, they, they show the ticket of someone who hit it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you put a hundred bucks on that, all of a sudden you got a lot of money. Yeah, totally. Jim, uh, Damian Pierce, 20 carries for 80 yards and one touchdown. Is he someone that you're starting every single week now? Yeah. Running back to. Yeah, I, I actually think so. I think, I mean, it's, it's, especially if you have a, uh, wide receiver, running back, um, flex position. I, I, I actually think that he's going to be the person that they're going to feed going forward. Um, he might he he'll get double digit points. Whether or not he'll get twenty to thirty points every week, I don't know, but he'll get double digits for you. Yeah, he's a really good example where we said just wait and be patient. Yeah, you know, those first two games, but now they really started to unleash him. So yeah, I, I like Pierce a lot. Yeah, I like Pierce. Uh, Jed, talk to me about the other guy that we don't like, the LeGarrette Blunt of the Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, no, both, I think. Well, Elliott, um, we know. I mean, Pollard is the guy in Dallas. It's just a matter of time, like, for them to finally figure it out. Um, I don't know what's wrong with him, if it's his health or if he's just finally hit that running back wall. Yeah. Um, but if you look at Pollard, Pollard's, I think, average carries, I think, is almost six yards per carry like he's insane and they just they're just not featuring him yet so i think they will eventually with legarabon i think it's more um a function of the whole offense right tampa is a little bit in a funk right now so they need to come out of that and, and as long as there's touchdowns he'll be valuable but oh no legare blunt was the old new england uh oh, right oh, tom, oh right right tom right. no one knows who legare blunt is no 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 i remember legare blunt yeah 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 no. back then i sorry i thought we were talking about uh fournette but yeah yeah legare blunt was the guy that bill belichick will always put on the three yard line just to run it in every single yep. time yep, and yep, they yep. loved him he loved him yeah 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 Okay, wasn't Legarrette Blunt? Didn't he come from Cincinnati? That was his original team, right? Cincinnati. Uh, no, I think it was Tampa Bay. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Tampa. Bay. Tampa. Yeah, that was so. No, long the ago. guy that was from Cincinnati was um, what's his name? Oh, Corey Dillon. The, yes, Corey, Corey Dillon. Dillon. That was yeah. the best. That's yeah. pretty much one of the best running backs New England's ever had, and he was yeah. great. Like when they had yeah. him that year, he was very good. Well, okay, so I just traded Tommy Ezekiel Elliott. So I took a tr- Ezekiel Elliott. I gave him um, Jamal Williams, um, partly just because I'm like, you know, I'll take a bet. I mean, Jamal Williams, I, I've got other players to play for the next few weeks. So if I had him, I'll only play for the next few weeks. But you never know. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take a risk and go up for, for an Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah, that's Ezekiel. not a bad bet because Jamal Williams is only going to last a couple weeks until yeah. Swift is back. Yeah, but Ezekiel Elliott was one of those guys that I was sitting there – I have to play him purely because of his name, but I really don't like him and don't want to play him. And I'm sitting there, oh my gosh, I shouldn't play him. But the next coming around, what if he does well? I said, you know what? It's the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. Should I trade him? Should I not trade him? Should I keep him? I said, forget it. I'm, I'm, I don't care about it. I'm trading him. Mm, yeah. I don't feel the pressure to play him. I mean, I'm like you, right? If I had a dynasty right now, I'm getting rid of Ezekiel Elliott because for me, 
I mean, David Montgomery is kind of falling into that category as well, too, right? Because really, if you're looking at Khalil Hubbard, if he's doing well, he's going down that Tony Pollard um, route, and he might be the back for the future. But for Elliott, look, I'll use him. I mean, he I think he'll get you at least double digits if he's going to play. And so if there's a week that I need a player, I'll, I'll take the Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay, I, I want to go through a couple of news, and then we're going to talk about starter said Jim. Uh, Tampa Bay, Julio Jones has returned. Chris Godwin has returned. Mike Evans is returning. Uh, now, by saying Chris, Chris Godwin and Julio Jones are very limited in practice, what do you think is going to happen this week? Well, I guess they're playing in Tampa Bay. Did you see that? They were supposed to play, they were supposed to play in Minnesota, which if oh. I was near Minnesota, I would have considered going up there and buying tickets to see that game because it's Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, but they're going to stay in Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't know. I think they'll be limited, right? Um, look, there's gonna they're going to need some offense on this thing because Patrick Mahomes, I think, is is. I mean, well, I don't know because the Tampa Bay defense is actually pretty good, um, and so they might try to stop some of the receivers. But I don't. Um, I don't know. I'm not expecting much from uh, Godwin or even from uh, Julio Jones. Yep. All right. Hey, let's play a little start or sit. Chad, I'll go over to you. If you had a chance and you're going to the third or fourth wide receiver, are you looking at Robbie Anderson or Robert Woods? Oh, uh, probably Robbie Anderson. I mean, he's still – Anderson's probably the number two, whereas Woods I would feel like is well, – Woods maybe two as well. But, yeah, yeah, I like I like Anderson. Um I'm just trying to look at who's they are playing. Yeah, they're playing the Cardinals, so there should be some fireworks. Yeah. I think Anderson. Did you know Robbie Robbie Anderson is a better fantasy wide receiver this year than DJ Moore? DJ Moore has not done anything yeah. this year. Yeah. With, yeah. With, been uh, yeah. 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 Jim, uh, if you had to look, Khalil Herbert or Jamal Williams playing against the New York Giants with Khalil Herbert or Jamal Williams playing the Seattle Seahawks. You know what? I mean, I like both of them, but I'll go for Jamal Williams. I think uh, I can see him scoring two touchdowns this week against a pretty weak Seattle C, uh, defense. Jed, pick one of the three. Dubs, Garrett Wilson, or Chris Olave? Uh, Olave in London. Yep. I don't know. Hey, Garrett Wilson has been doing really good, and yeah. they're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, the only thing about it is, uh, what's his name? Zach Wilson is expected to come back, so there's that uncertainty around that. Um, I, I actually, from all, I would pick Romeo Dobbs. I, I, I like, I, I like Dobbs. Um, he might be the number one uh, wide receiver for uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Dobbs is. I would not even try. I mean, Sammy Watkins is gone. gone. I, I probably wouldn't even do uh, Christian Watson. It, it comes down to Lazaro Dobbs. Okay, hey, Tom, can I say something? So I really did not want to spend a lot of money this week, but I spent $25 on um, uh, Dobbs. <laughs> you spent $25 on Dobbs? Yes, because I wanted to make sure I got them. Well, okay, okay, so here's the thing. It's on the Dynasty League, right? So I think I, – I look at it and just say, look, if he really is going to be number one, like the Sterling Shepherds, the Sterling Sterling Sharps of the world, the Devontae Adams of the world, Green Bay has a tendency to find really good wide receivers. I was like, I'll go for it. So that's why I was like, I'll pick up Dobbs. Hey, I'll, I will say um, my – remember I spent $91 to get Tyreek Hill in our Dynasty League, and yeah. I'm, I'm like, loving it. The fact that he's proven <laughs> it now with two different quarterbacks, that's yeah. going to be my guy for many years. 
Yeah. Yeah. Jed, if you had to pick a tight end, you're desperate for a tight end like me, and you're looking at the waiver wire, is it Gerald Everett, Logan Thomas? Because Logan Thomas got me one point, all right? I'm, I'm looking at Will <laughs> Disley, who actually scored yet another touchdown. Yeah. That's interesting. And Logan well, Thomas has been pretty good. Yeah, that's. I'm surprised Logan Thomas. So I, I actually like uh, – I know Wentz had a bad game last terrible week. But game. I, terrible yeah, game. terrible game. But I like him as a bounce back this week against the Cowboys. They're playing in Dallas. I don't know. I just think there's going to be a lot of points there. I, I, I might actually roll the dice with Logan Thomas. Yeah. Okay. Jim, Tom, I, Lamb. I'll, oh, go ahead. Here's the thing about Will Disley. Let me make an argument for Will Disley. If you look at his stats the last three weeks, he's he's been almost scoring double digit or double digits in each of those games. And he's been looked at heavily by Geno Smith, especially once you get in the red zone, right? So I think Garrett Everett's the best one, but I seriously would look at Will Disley if he's on your white wire and you need a, a tight end. I do like a Will Disley. Uh, Jim, C.D. Lamb. Uh, no, he uh, Noah Brown's been targeted by uh, uh, Cooper Rush. CD Lamb yeah. has been okay, okay. Which, by the way, he had a terrible drop, it was right there in his hands. He completely yeah. dropped it, but he but had he a did. great one handed grab, too. Yeah. That one handed catch that was, was sweet. I mean, he did, he also scored 18 fantasy points, right? So, he rede- I felt like he redeemed himself last, last week. But if Devontae Smith is sitting there for some odd reason on your wire, you have no place. Are you playing Devontae Smith over CD Lamb? <clears throat> um, you know what? I would still play the CD Lamb. You know, like because I think Cooper Rush, him and Cooper Rush seems to have a pretty good relationship. Uh, I want to see if Devontae Devontae Smith had a great week this past week. What 164 yards? He had what almost 30 fantasy points um, this past week. And and for but AJ Brown is still always there. So if I had to choose between both, I'll still go for CD Lamb. All right, Jed. Here's a hard random one: Devin Duvernay or Richie James Jr. Man, Devin Duvernay. Every single week, I'm like, okay, he's sitting on the waiver wires. His touchdown was a fluke. He got one kickoff return for a touchdown. He has another like two, I think, receiving touchdowns. But man, the guy keeps reducing. So I keep, you know, he's nobody will pick him up because he gets only like two or three passes a game, but he has scored every game. So man, I don't know. I might actually finally play over with Duvernay. I don't know. Richie James is playing against a uh, somewhat weak Bears offense or defense, and they need some points and they need some wide receivers. So I'll say Richie James more than Duvernay. I'm telling you, he's won the last one standing, and let's see how well he does because I, I have no hope in uh, Kenny Galladay do very much of anything. <laughs> Jim, if you had the chance between the wide receivers, do you like a Garrett Wilson better or do you like a Dobbs better? You know, I, I'll go for Dobbs. And part of this is, I mean, for this week, right, I still think long-term Wilson is actually maybe a potentially better wide receiver than Dobbs. But the fact that Zach Wilson is coming in this week – brings into that level of uncertainty. So I just want to see what happens this week. Hey, back to that, um, back to the Ravens we were just talking about. That's a really good game. Buffalo Bills at the Ravens. Who you guys like in that game? The the Bills are favorites. Three, three yeah, favorites. I'll go for the Bills. I mean, both, here's the thing. Both um, defenses have players that are out. And so I think they're going to rely on their offense. Um, Lamar Jackson is having a great year. It's a contract year for him. 
Um, J.K. Dobbins, I think, is going to come back. Rashad, Rashad Bateman, Mark Andrews, right, I think is going to get another touchdown. So I, I, I think, but I think at the end of the day, uh, Buffalo has too many weapons. Yeah, what about you, Chad? Which one do you think? You know, I kind of like the Ravens. I feel like this game is going to sneak up on the Bills. Um, you know, and the Ravens have been playing pretty darn well and a little bit under the radar, I kind of feel like. And it's yeah. at home. It's at the Ravens Stadium. So I, I, I don't know. I think the Ravens might have this one. Yeah. From the Bills fantasy... are to lose two in a row, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that might, that's a good point. Um, usually teams coming back off of a loss usually play pretty well. Yeah. As as we talk, Miami just kicked the field goal. They are up fifteen to fourteen. Mm. By the way, two two Buffalo Bills players I'm looking at, um, who I think may be pretty good fantasy players one day. James Cook, I think, is at some point going to be the number one back for the Bills, and then also Isaiah McKenzie. I think is actually pretty good. Mm. Hey, would you guys rather have at this point AJ Brown or Tyreek Hill? I do like A.J. Brown. I have always been a fan of A.J. Brown, especially with how well Jalen Hurts has been doing. Yeah, yeah, that connection is really nice. Okay, and here's do, – Do you guys ever see how big he is with A.J. Brown when he catches? It's oh, hard yeah. to bring him down. Yeah. Do you think that Justin Fields can be a, um, a Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't play. know. I don't know why they are not letting him throw. That's why this 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 weekend, if he doesn't have a good game this weekend, that's really concerning because the Giants' defense is not – it's not like one of the top defenses. So he should mm-hmm. be able to have a good game. Um, but I feel yeah. like they've been holding him back for some reason. I mean, just compared to last year. I mean, last year, the last six games, he was playing a lot better than this. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Or would you argue – Darnell Mooney is not a real wide receiver one. He really is a wide receiver two. He's only 5'11". He's pretty small. He has shown that he can't be a wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I always knew that he wasn't going to be a wide receiver one. I don't know if you've read the reports that the Bears are looking f- on the market for another wide receiver. But I think my hope is that they'll find somebody um, who they can bring in and they'll add another element. Because right now, if you're relying on Darnell Mooney, I don't think you're going to get it. Hey, OBJ is available. (laughs) Uh, Actually, the person that they were saying that next season, because watch out for Seattle, because if they keep losing, they're going to start dumping. The Bears need Mm. to trade another draft pick or high draft pick for DK Metcalf. Oh, DK Metcalf is a beast. Just like A.J. Brown. That's a big dude. If they came to to the Bears and said, give me a number two or a number three – or maybe even a three and a four for Metcalf, I take it. Oh, two and three you would trade for Metcalf, or two and four you would trade for Metcalf. Yeah, Metcalf is really good. Yeah. Uh, Jim, let me ask you a quick question. Uh, uh, more of the second string guys, but former uh, all pro players, Julio Jones or Melvin Gordon? You know, Melvin Gordon, surprisingly, has been doing pretty well. I mean, J- uh, Jamal Williams has taken the brunt of the passes. But Jamal Melvin Williams, gets- yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what do you call it? Melvin Gordon says, what, 60-something yards average per week? Um, I actually take my Melvin Gordon. Last one, Jed, and then we'll talk about some random stuff. J.K. Dobbins or Kareem Hunt? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I'm going to go – well, Dobbins is back, and I was just saying that I think Baltimore can win that. So I think I'll, I'll take Dobbins, but I like the – 
the Kareem Hunt that you threw in there because the Browns are playing the Falcons. Um, so that's probably going to be high scoring. Um, but I still still think I would take Dobbins just because yeah. of the it's a good matchup. And the Bills defense has, has been decimated. So trying to contain the run, containing both Lamar Jackson and a running back is going to be quite a bit of work. I, I agree. I go for J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Jim, Eric Bieniemy had an argument with Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines. Do you think that will be, affect any of that relationship going forward? No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think there's always going to be arguments, but I saw that as well, too. <laughs> you saw the to- the Tony Romo commentary was awesome on that. Did yeah, yeah. That? yeah. No, I actually didn't see the Romo commentary. Oh, you got to look at that. So he's basically translating. He's basically saying what they're saying, even if we don't know that's exactly what they're saying. But it was hilarious because it was oh. spot on. And oh, it really? sounded exactly like that's what was going on. Yeah. Now, that turned out to be interesting, right? Because you could argue that because Mahomes was upset that they didn't go to try to score right before the end of the half. And you could argue that he ended up being right because they needed those three extra points. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, and Jed, what do you think about Amari Cooper? He has been surprisingly good. Yes. No, I, I think that we didn't understand how good he was uh, last season on Dallas and how much he was really what helped that offense go. Um, I, I didn't realize that. Like, I think he really, we're really seeing with CeeDee Lamb without Amari Cooper, he cannot get the same separation he got last yeah. year playing against the number one cornerbacks, whereas Amari Cooper goes to Cleveland and is still doing great. So it just shows you that guy is is definitely the real deal. Um, Cleveland, Cleveland, man, I hate to say it, but they're, they're going to be a contender. When Watson comes back, Mm-hmm. They're going to be a contender. This team is already strong as it is. And you bring in Watson in, and, man, I, they, they definitely the, have a good chance. The only thing is, who's the number one, no, number two wide receiver, right? Like you got Amari Cooper, uh, People Jones. You know, I, I think they still have the strength thing in that second wide receiver sp- it's, slot. It's probably the tight end. It's, uh, uh, yeah. what's his and name? Juco. Yeah, and Juco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see last week where <laughs> – he was in, interviewing with Tony Gonzalez and he had his shirt off. He's a pretty ripped guy. <laughs> uh, Jim, last one. Mac Jones, out of practice on Thursday. Uh, do you like it? We were just looking at Drake. Do you like anyone? Is it Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, especially when Mac Jones out? High ankle sprain will probably be out four to six weeks. Do you like anyone in New England? Uh, you know what? Uh, not right now, but I've been monitoring Ramondre Stevenson. You know, last he week scored. Year. He's yeah, good. he did really well. Um, yeah. If I had to pick between him and Damian Harris, I would pick Ramondre Stevenson. Um, they did. I don't know if you saw this. They did throw out the name Ryan Fitzpatrick out there because they said, you mm. know, if 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 they're looking for a quarterback, they need to go start pounding on the door for Ryan Fitzpatrick to come in. Ooh. You know, the only thing I'll say about this, the Patriots, so that the Patriots are playing the Packers in Lambeau Field. That's the biggest spread of the weekend. It's a nine-point spread. And I just, man, yeah, I just feel like, um, you know, Belichick is, I don't know, I could just see him being really pissed off that he's in there a nine-point spread against him and him coming up with some great defense to slow down Rodgers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and separate, did you guys see the Houston and Bears game? Wasn't that a typical Lovey Smith game? Defense, 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 run, run, 
boring. And then you etched <laughs> out a smaller one. And that was such a boring game. But I'm sitting there, that is so Lovey Smith. Just a very boring game plan. But at the end of the day, he either comes very close or he does win this a close one. I mean, think about it when he was with the Bears, right? He had Matt Forte running the ball. Rex Grossman as the quarterback. It wasn't like he needed to utilize the the the, the offense, and he just allowed the defense to win. Um, I mean, that's what he did every single week. Uh, side note: Bears quarterback Rex Grossman, uh, Super Bowl quarterback Rex Grossman. What do you think Rex Grossman is doing now with his life? He's a high school football coach. Jim, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I could see him doing high school football coach. He and his wife opened up a nursing temp agency. Oh, I can. That's hey, weird. They no, you know how much some. I mean, I don't know how it is not by the height of COVID. Some of those uh, nurses were making tons of money. They covered in a good chunk of the Florida Tampa Bay region specifically with all of their nurses uh, just uh, being all over Tampa Bay. Wow. That's yeah. that's impressive. I'm always impressed by, you know, um, athletes who then go into business and do well. You know, the person who I did not expect, because I've always thought he was not that smart, is Shaquille O'Neal. You know, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal is a very good businessman. He has done, at, like, the, the guy before him was Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson has, like, so many, if you look at all his business investments, he's done some really, really smart things. Like, he's got those movie theaters all throughout, you know, um, California. But Shaq has done well, too. I was impressed. I didn't yeah. know he had Papa John, that Starbucks, everything. Uh, hey, Tom. Compared to Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, Tom. Just... I don't have the, 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 the TV on, but the Bengals are in the red zone. Oh, uh, Joe Burrow just threw a 42-yard pass to Boyd. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Uh, by the way, did you guys hear about the eight-player trade between the Oakland uh, Thunder as well as the Rockets? Eight no-name players. I'm saying, oh, man, how boring is this trade? So in some <laughs> sense, the Thunder traded David Nuwaba, Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, and Marquise Chris for a Rockets for a second-rounder, Derek Favors, Ty Jerome, Mo Harkless, Theo Molden. I said, what kind of yeah. A-player trade was this? Yeah, yeah. I think that one was – was that the one that they were trying to get under the – they were trying to get under the cap, I think is what it was, right? Yeah, and but at the same time, uh, what do you call it? Uh, OKC, yes. And there's rumors that Alexander will probably be traded as well. Or he's been on the train prop. Hmm. Yes, I forgot hey. there was a team that's monitoring him because they're they're oh I think it was Portland or one of those teams said they were monitoring the situation. Don't, don't sit on so Oklahoma City. Just wait, Oklahoma City in about three years is going to be very very good because they yeah. get the second pick back. They're going to have another high pick this year because they're not going to do well this, that well this year. Um, but they're basically going to have two high picks plus, you know, essentially the you know the three the three rookies from that current that they currently hold now or that are now sophomores. That team is going to be good. Assuming Chad 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 Homegrown comes back with no injuries. Yes, yes, he has to be healthy coming back. But that team is I don't know. It's an interesting. You know, they definitely are building through their drafts, so it's interesting. Well, I was very impressed. Go ahead, Jim. I was very impressed. I was in OKC last week, and they had um, they opened up the gates for people to go in and buy tickets. There was so many people in line waiting to buy Oklahoma City tickets. I was actually tempted. I was like, "Oh, I should come back for one of these games," but I didn't. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, but remember Portland Trailblazers when they drafted Greg Oden as number one, and he was always in there. I hope that you look at Joel Embiid. They tra- they drafted Philadelphia drafted him, and he was injured for the first year. But look at how well he's done. I would rather have Chet Holmgren miss his first year, but be good the rest of the year versus someone like a Greg Oden who's always injured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about Philadelphia, never really, they tanked, right? So they ended up getting MB, they got Ben Simmons, they got Nerland Noels, they got Markel Fultz. They tanked, but they ended up picking the, the, the outside of MB, none of those players ever panned out. Yeah. But they traded a lot of those players for Jimmy Butler, but then they weren't able to keep Jimmy Butler. And that's why they started struggling as bad as they did. Yeah, that was the big mistake for them. They should have never let Butler go. And the Bulls should have kept Jimmy Butler because they never thought that he would be a person to carry the franchise, but he was so good. Yeah. No, I mean, Miami showed that you can build a team around Jimmy Butler. And remember, they tried to do it with um, Dwayne Wade. They tried to do it with Rajon Rondo, and it didn't work out. But I think part of it was Butler expects a lot from his teammates, and some people just didn't care for that. Did you guys right, know guys. that um, Rajon Rondo is a competitive Connect Four player? No. Yeah, he like he like really loves it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. All right, guys. Well, week four as well, too. I've been sitting here in classes and everything like that since six o'clock or six thirty. Yeah, I got to put these girls to bed before my wife kills me. So I gotta <laughs> run on you. All right, good night, everyone. All right, sounds good. All right, see ya. <laughs>